Hi guys, it's Sophie Hannah here with an ever so short message from our sponsor for today's episode, Ice Cream and Ting. But let me ask you a question first. Are you a foodie who finds dessert options on delivery apps uninspiring and basic? Not just me? <laughs> well, when it comes to indulging yourself, you need to buy ice cream and ting. And trust me, I speak from experience. They make a decadent small batch ice cream inspired by the rich flavors and delicacies of the Caribbean and the continent of Africa. So what are you waiting for? Indulge yourself and order luxury ice cream right to your front door at icecreamandting.com. For me to communicate to my partner, I am somebody who wants to be in a committed relationship. I am somebody who wants to be sexually intimate with one person. I want that with the same the other one. That is what I want from you. Is that something that you can provide? Because if it's not, I would rather you let me know up front because that's what I want. And then to say it's a, a, I'm forcing you. I'm like, no, my friend, I'm an adult and I'm laying out my expectations so nobody is unclear about what it is that they want. The chart, the thing that we have to accept, and I will talk about this as a woman because we're we're really talking about this in terms of a guy who doesn't want to be monogamous. So if it is the woman that wants to be monogamous, you need to be able to accept that the answer might be no. Welcome to Effortly Speaking. I'm your host Mona, and today I'm joined by Nushi Rose and Sophie Hannah. Today we'll be talking about monogamy. My question is, is it fair to force men into monogamous relationships? This is a very problematic question. Agreed. Um, what do we mean by forcing men into monogamous relationships? Okay, so just, I mean, I have many, many issues with this question. But I was going to say key... I have many, many men. <laughs> I honestly thought that's what you I were mean, that for. too. <laughs> and over two more. <laughs> Never too much, but... Um... But I just think, okay, first okay, first thing is, are relationships just sex? I think it's reductive. Like, the reason you want to be with someone, I mean, even if the sex is amazing, is, well, what one presumes not just for, not just to have sex. I mean, you're not going to be having sex literally all day, every day for the rest of your life. You die. Um, and so I think that is one thing. Um, and so it's very reductive. The second is, it assumes that um, women are there to please men, right? So the women exists, or like her... Loving her is conditional on her providing you with sexual satisfaction. And the woman becomes the agent through which the man reaches orgasm because it's dependent on his sex drive rather than hers. And so the assumptions in it are um, reductive to women as a sex object, um, reductive to relationships as just pure sex all the time. And that's the only reason you'd wish to be with someone. And I think the inequality around both those things is deeply problematic. But of course, no, no man or woman should be forced into a monogamous relationship. Who is forcing anybody into what? Somebody needs to answer that question for me, please. Because I have never asked myself out. I have never asked myself on a date. It has always been the guy who was asked to be with me. So this whole thing about forcing, no one has laid a gun to your head. As much as you may feel some sort of pressure from whoever you're with, you made a choice. And I don't like this giving up of responsibility and accountability of you made a choice to be there. If you don't want to be there, then don't be there. Don't complain and say, well, if I never got with that, I wouldn't get the sex. My friend, that is on you. Mm. Like that is on you. That is not my decision to make. That is not my choice to make. If that's the sort of thing that she said to you or implied to you, you need to decide if you want to be with her enough or if it's just about the sex, find someone else to have sex. And we are in the Tinder age, people. It is not difficult. I was going to say, but I feel like you kind of just answered that, Sophie. 
when you were saying this about a relationship isn't always isn't just about sex. I think you're going to find in today's age, people do have relationships where it is just for sex. Like people have multiple partners and they kind of like compartmentalise what they want from each person. So this person might be the one that you're happy to introduce to mum. This might be the one that you want to have sex with. This might be the one that's convenient. And it's so horrible to say, but I genuinely feel like that is how people move these days. I guess the issue that I have with this whole monogamy and forcing men and is monogamy. Monogamy, I'll say mahogany, mahogany or monogamy, monogamy. We're not talking, we are talking about wood. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about monogamy. Let me, let me keep it all the way on track, ladies, before we go off on this one. We're talking about monogamy. And my thing with that is when we hear about people saying they're not monogamous, monogamous anymore, we're not talking about polygamy, it seems. We're just talking about the ability to be able to sleep with as many women as you want to and not be able to commit. Or on the flip side, to be able to not commit, but to still get all the benefits of a relationship. And for me, I'm like, that is confusing. Because if we're, if we're talking about polygamy, polygamists will tell you, it's not that I'm just having sex with maybe one or multiple people. I'm in a committed relationship with multiple people. I am giving myself emotionally, sexually, um, probably mentally, probably financially to a variety of people, men or women, depending on what your preference is. When people use it as a, I'm not monogamous and, you know, men weren't meant to be, I, I shouldn't just have to, you know, supply myself to just one woman. I'm like, all I hear is the sex talk. And that for me, I'm like, this isn't what the, the conversation is about. But now it seems like it's been used as an excuse to allow people to, entertain the lifestyle that they want to and my thing is do that but do it with integrity don't have the baby mother over here and the one that can meet your mum and the sex over here you need to be upfront that I just want to have sex with a variety of women and I would like it if in exchange you can cook for me and come out with me sometimes or have my child or and then let the woman make a choice and vice versa let me be able to make an informed choice as to whether I want to join you in that lifestyle yeah I completely agree do you think that monogamy is real do you think it's a social construct what do you think like monogamy is definitely like is it natural i don't think like, there's so many scientific studies right that show that yeah monogamy most likely isn't natural but then i'm thinking you know there's a reason that we've evolved to be a monogamous society and there's also a reason that now that's kind of dispersing like as you were saying that people are having different like a traditional forms of relationship right um but it's the same like look like veganism isn't natural for humans we're meant to be omnivorous and yet, like, we're at a point in climate change where actually a lot of people are consciously making the decision to eat meat-free or plant-based meals or whatever it might be. Um, that may not be natural, but actually it makes sense. And it makes sense for the society we live in now. And I think that it's the same with monogamy, you know, like the origins of monogamy are, you know, these ancient um, societies where actually it was ruled that you have to be monogamous so that like to stop competition between men and get them to actually focus on what they were doing rather than like catching all the ladies. And so I'm thinking... It's, it's it's an ordering principle. It's a way it's society it helps create order in society, and like you know, it's now used the foundation for legal principles where you have a foundation of marriage or whatever, whatever, whatever. And in today's society, is outdated, maybe. And does that make it unnatural? Is it unnatural? Yes. You know, like if we talk about like marriage or monogamy in sort of recent history, it's about the women being the property of the man, right, um, and all that kind of thing. And so, is it time that we diversify? I I do think like things like polyamory do make sense now. I think completely because they're in line with the way society is changing and evolving and the way that we think and sort of behave as a society or societies but does it mean that it doesn't work no 
So I just think it's about personal choice um, and it not being like the only way to live now. When I think about it being a social construct, I think that um, I do agree that it is a social construct. And I think that it's done in a way to benefit men and limit women. Because when I hear conversations about monogamy, like you said, Sophie, I hear a lot about the sex part and I don't really hear other avenues being taken into consideration. And I think that majority of the time when you have conversations and men speak about sleeping with multiple women, there seems to be this general theme of like, okay, well, like you know, you just take it on the chin. When women are brought to the conversation and women are the ones talking about sleeping with multiple partners, so many things come into play. Her character gets questioned. Um, her being a good mother gets brought into question. So many things that are very, very abstract and not really shouldn't be brought to the table if it's not going to be men that answer the same questions too. Mm. I don't understand why it's kind of like one rule for men and one rule for women when it comes to sleeping with multiple people. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And I think... I don't want to talk about the sexism card, but I I have to put it in there. I think part of it is sexism because at least for, not forever, but at least for the last few centuries, sex has been seen as something that is supposed to be for men, um, heterosexual men, cisgendered men, to enjoy, to find pleasure from, and a woman's pleasure has been second. And that for me is always very problematic when we're talking about, um, you know, a man, a man is a sexual being and... I was like, a woman isn't a sexual being. <laughs> like, we don't have sexual desires as well. And I know this whole question, I think, is kind of based on that video that went viral of that podcast of that husband and wife, and they were talking about it. And he was saying, you know, you forced me into monogamy because you said you wanted to kind of take the step in your life, and now your sex drive doesn't match mine. And she was just like, I don't... And for me, that just... I just felt very unhappy about that and uncomfortable because I'm like, yeah, maybe your wife isn't going to be in the mood all of the time. But did you just get married to her and been like, because I married you now, you need to meet every sexual desire I have every single time. And I'm like, your relationship has to be more than that. Mm -hmm. And and the woman has to give as well. There needs to be compromise. You can't, for me personally, I can't be denying my husband sex <laughs> every single week, every single day, every single month. Like people having sex two times a month for me is just ludicrous. Like, like I not only do I enjoy sex. But for me, <laughs> I feel like sex in our relationship, sex in our marriage is something that we both knew going in and signing up for. And yeah, every time, as soon as it starts, I might not be in the mood, but you know what? It's good. You'll get there in the end. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be enjoyable. But feeling like now that I'm married, well, because I gave you a ring, every time I want sex, you need to deliver. I just feel like that. Where is the love in that? Where is the the mutual, um, the compromise in that? It, for me, it just feels very uncomfortable. And it makes me think about the idea of, you know, who does monogamy benefit, men or women? And I think when I heard him saying that, I'm like, so you feel like because you got what you want, which is basically a ring. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I get from the deal? And when we deal with relationships as terms of like a deal or a trade, I have a problem with that. But what do you, you guys feel, so, Yeah. Who do you feel benefits from monogamy, men or women? Mm, I mean... I don't think either particularly particularly benefits like <laughs> more, more than the other. More than oh, the okay, other. Okay. Like I'm pro monogamy, but I'm pro monogamy for myself because I am a very jealous well I'm not necessarily jealous, but I just I think that if I want a relationship, you know, if I'm seeking a relationship rather than me like swiping on Tinder and thinking like, okay, see you later kind of vibe. I want a relationship because I want to build something with that person. 
And of course, like part of that is sex, but I mean, it's not like the only thing I like want to do all day, every day. Like I also want to, you know, I want to get rich. Um, <laughs> like I want someone that drives me forward to like learn things and do things and have fun and like, you know, in my career, whatever it might be. So like sex is one element of like a huge complex of things, right? And so do I, I think everyone benefits from monogamy, like if you kind of, yeah, like in a, in a sort of sort of fair thing. The thing that I did find interesting though, when we're kind of like going back to the origins of monogamy is this mm-hmm. idea that um, actually it, it serves it serves men, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this idea that, you know, it stops competition between men because there's all these theories at the moment, like my personal, I can't stand him, but like Jordan Peterson who says, um, you know, if monogamy didn't exist, men would be super violent towards each other, fighting against each other to get get the women, or women would be fighting to get all like all hustling to get the sort of more attractive men or whatever it might be. And like I think that just simplifies what humans are so much. I don't think that men are really violent and women are really desperate, like hunting for a prize. Um, but the whole point of that theory is it says that women now now it's more equal playing field. They don't have to rely on a man, man financially. It's now screwing them over. Um by sort of like having to having to stick to one man, it's no longer like all these women going for like the prize, which is the man. Um, but my personal view is, in, a, in, a, in at a point where it is le- level playing field, and we're both financial equals, one hopes. Um, yeah, it's benefit is mutually beneficial. I feel I feel as well that it is mutually beneficial, and I think one of the issues that I have with this debate that talks about monogamy and you know men. Men don't benefit from it as much because, you know, women get everything. They get you know security. They get this. They get that. My thing is like men, I believe men want those things, too. Mm. And I think it's so reductive when we make it out like men don't want to be in relationships that are emotionally supportive and that they want stability or that they want care or they want support or, or, or family. All these things that tend to happen in the West in committed relationships between two people. That's what we're talking about here. And to say that men don't really want that or men don't naturally want that. I just I honestly feel like it's reductive because, like I said, I've never asked myself that. And I don't think I can't even think of myself pushing like I've it's always guys that have really wanted to be with me and then have asked to be in a relationship because they want to let me know you are the one that I want to focus on right now. This is the place that I want to be. And this this idea that for men it's just so unbelievable that they would want to commit to one person I feel uncomfortable there and I think as Nushi was saying from like a historical perspective it wasn't even every man in the village that had 10 wives it was one who had wealth status power we're talking about kings we're talking about noblemen it wasn't the everyday man on the street the everyday man on the street had one wife because when you had multiple, it was a sign of something and you were also able to provide mm. for those plethora of women. Now, are we talking about that in this day and age? And men aren't saying that I want to have all day or three of you on the panel because I want to provide for all of you. And no, you're not saying that. You're saying you just want to sample Sierra Leone, mm. Sri Lanka and a little bit of the Caribbean. So I am not here. I am not here for it. Uh, you know what? I don't actually know who it benefits because I think that the whole way that people view sex, and I know it's not all about sex, but it's a very large portion of it. I think the way that people view sex right now and the relationship they have with sex is very warped. Mm-hmm. And yes, I think girl. that both genders have a very warped relationship when it comes to sex. Not everyone, but a load of people. Now, whether that's got to do with social contract, whether it's got to do with religion, whether it's got to do with culture, 
there's a lot of taboos in sex and I think people internalise that and then it becomes self-projected into relationships that they have with other people. Because if I think about um, a man sleeping with multiple women, and this is not a jab, I'm just speaking my truths, to me that would mean that you must be good at sex because you must know how to please loads of women because you have sex loads of the time. So if you're having sex with multiple women and you have sex on a regular basis and you don't, you're not actually that good at sex, you're guaranteed to come every single time. For a woman, it's not that simple to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? To me, you're a selfish... To me, you're... I can't... I don't want to say what that's right. <laughs> to me, you're a selfish man (laughs) when you're in that situation so for women it would make more sense to me if they were the ones who were like actually monogamy is not for me because i find it hard to sexually be pleasured so Mm. i'm going to sample different men till i find the one that xyz it's not the same for men and women in that sense so you're engaging in sex for what reasons now some people say that you know i'm just having sex to have sex but there is science behind it so if you look at all the animals in the kingdom us and I think chimps are the only one that have sex face to face. And usually it's from behind because we bond with people in that way. And humans or animals. <laughs> usually it's to bond in, in that way. Right. And people really want to just ridicule, like bring sex down to it's very animalistic. Mm-hmm. It's not just that there's hormones that get released. You mm-hmm. get connections with these people. I think it's dangerous if you try to reduce sex to just some physical act that you do when you want to do it and take away from the fact that there is no connection being built with people because I think there is. And if you don't lay out what your intentions are, like you said, Sophie, it can really bring in a lot of drama. So which ties me on to my next question. Do you feel that by people laying out their expectations and saying exactly what it is, do you feel that is forcing a monogamous relationship upon someone? No. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. No. This is something that my mum said to me growing up. It was not about monogamy, but sometimes I'd ask her for things. Oh, and I said to her, I don't know if I want to ask you because I feel like you're going to say no. She was like, yeah, I could. Could you ask me a question? And the answer could be no. And that's something that I've really taken into my adult life. Um, and I said to my nieces, like literally the other day, but the point is, if I tell you what I need from you, if I tell you my expectations, which you need to do in a relationship, people need to understand what it is that you want what it, and, and what it is that you need. Um, someone asked me the other day, like, what do you need from people when you're upset? Like, what do you need? Like, is it a hug that makes you feel better? Is it what you like? What do you need? Because you need to be able to communicate that. And for me to communicate to my partner, I am somebody who wants to be in a committed relationship. I am somebody who wants to be sexually intimate with one person. I want that with the same, the other one. That is what I want from you. Is that something that you can provide? Because if it's not, I would rather you let me know up front because that's what I want. And then to say it's a, a, I'm forcing you. I'm like, no, my friend, I'm an adult and I'm laying out my expectations so nobody is unclear about what it is that they want. The chant, the thing that we have to accept, and I will talk about this as a woman because we're we're really talking about this in terms of a guy who doesn't want to be monogamous. So if it is the woman that wants to be monogamous, you need to be able to accept that the answer might be no. And let me tell you something. If it is not a yes, I want to do that, it is a no. If they do not say yes, if they say, let me think about it, with my last, with my ex, you know, it, it, we had a bit of a different situation and it worked quite well and I thought that if it's a... Let's, if it's not a yes, it's a no. And you need to be willing to accept that no and be like, you can't give me what I want, so we need to part ways. And I don't care how nice you are. I don't <laughs> I don't care how big the energy is that you're coming with. I don't care about it because 
what I need is not what you're able to provide. Mm. Hmm. What would you like to add, Michelle? <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys, it sounds like she literally silenced you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, um, what was I going to say? No, all I was going to say is that, I mean, I mean, I completely agree with you. I do think that like everything's a choice. Um, and I think that if a guy you know, doesn't agree, it, what, I, I think what I'm saying is, I think if every single man refused to be in a monogamous relationship with women, all the men that were into monogamous relationships would suddenly, regardless of how great they were or terrible they were in bed, whatever they looked like, whether they were, you know, actually <laughs> shorter or whatever it might be, all these things, obviously, I, features in the eye of the beholder. Um, but those would be the most popular men. Those, like the way that we calibrate kind of what is attractive to us, those people I'm sure would be chased after wherever they had been in the food chain beforehand. And the men who were refusing, who believed suddenly they have this influx of women chasing after them, I'm pretty sure after six months, those women would leave because actually having all that freedom is fun, but most people don't want that forever. Mm. And the men that who don't want to be in monogamous relationships forever would not suddenly find there were these incredibly attractive men like shagging left, right and centre Monday to Sunday. Um, they would probably be pretty lonely after a year or two. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much like when we talk about this being gendered, I think that men, men have this really inflated sense of self. You know, I saw this thing on Instagram yesterday, which was this man. He was like, you know, all of you guys out there who seem to think that um, if you're, like your girlfriend should be grateful to be with you. Um, and he was like, I just went on my, I just created as a joke, like, you know, for fun, a Tinder for my girlfriend using her pictures. With one hour, she had 2,000 likes. <laughs> He's like, I did that. She did the same for me. I had one. <laughs> I like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like men have this really warped sense of their own attract attractiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the, I mean, the levels are never, never equal. Women, in my view, are much more attractive than men in general. As soon as, like, the men become, take, take themselves off the table for what most women want, um, they're out. Like, these women will never not be in demand most. So, yeah, that's my opinion. I have to agree with you. I think what's annoying right now is there's a lot of situations where men are monogamous, but they don't want to get into exclusive relationships. And it's like, so then what does that mean? Like, and there's a lot of grey area there. Why are you smiling like that, Sophie? That's not a grey area. They just don't like you enough. Do you think? Yes, it's not a grey area. Like, if a guy wants to be with you, if he wants to commit, he's going to commit. Like, if, if he is... Saying, you know, I am a monogamous person, but I, I don't want to be exclusive. It's because he, something in his head is saying that this isn't the girl that I really want to be with. But she's okay for now. And so on Sex in the City and they're like, you know, this is going to change your life. He's just not that into you. And it is very true. Again, again, I talk of this as women. If we were able to accept that. Uh, and it's taken, I didn't accept this probably in my late teens, early 20s. He's just not that into you. That's why he's not committing. That's why he's not messaging as much. He's just not that into you. And if we're able to tell ourselves that we can walk away and find somebody who is into us, because I feel like men are very, very black and white. I think they're very black and white. A lot of them, I find most men won't even lie to you. If you ask them directly, where is this going? Do you want us to be together? They'll be like, well, I'm focused on my business right now. It's a no. <laughs> That's what it means. So accept the no. And yeah. I would say I do agree with you to a certain extent, but there are a lot of people who are in situationships, whatever you want to call it. And some people have gone on to them be in a relationship. Mm. It's like that's the step mm-hmm. before 
seeing each other being exclusive so I get what you mean about if he was that into you then you would know what it is from the beginning but a lot of people are now taking that step where they are sleeping with each other sleeping with other people seeing where it goes it seems to be that's like the pattern then they're in a situation then they start seeing each other then they're exclusive boom then they're in a relationship so do you think that that is the norm or do you think it's like those people are exceptions or do you feel like it's no this is the way people happen to get into relationships nowadays i wouldn't practice it because i don't think that it sits right for my principles and i don't think that it's the norm but i think that behavior is now being normalized okay yeah i think for me i'm just not on board with that as well because i'm like if you're just not ready then i'm like that's cool like if you do get ready <laughs> you know where i'm at um and yeah i can't i just can't sacrifice what it is that i want and who what i want for my life because you want to sleep around like go do that <laughs> if you fine. were dating a, or seeing someone seeing a man who wasn't necessarily monogamous mm -hmm. but then says okay you know i might try it this way <laughs> and enters, enters a monogamous relationship with you mm -hmm. do you feel like you could trust him no. Trust this him. happened to me actually. Oh really? I, I, do you know what? I'm, I should have known you had a story. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, no, basically what happened is so I, I started dating this guy. I wasn't into him at all, but um, why'd you start dating him if he wasn't into him? <laughs> do you know what? If you if you let us that we're gonna come off track, just you need to come back to that one because I agree. <laughs> no, but do you know what? He was he was, he, had a, he had a heart of gold. Okay. And um, mm. but I think he was just quite troubled, you know. Um, but so he was chasing me, chasing me, chasing me. He even they they th third day after we met, he even turned up at my work. Right, so he was super into me. I think I was just going through a kind of lonely period in my life. Anyway, we started dating, and I kept refusing him. I kept breaking up. With, I kept ending things, and so on and so on and so on. Then, um, kind of like a few months into the relationship, he you know he didn't agree ethically with with monogamy. Um, and wait, I, I told you guys a story. Basically, when like fast forward loads, loads of months, I came back from holiday and then my mum was like to me, he's cheating on you. Yes. This is the guy. This is the what guy. Is this? Why does he ethically not? Because her mum said he's cheating on you and she was like, no, he's not. He's and not... then that night he was just like, yeah. I have something to tell you. Yes. I'm cheating and I want I want us to be. Yes. Yes. yes I want us to all be together. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember this story. Uh, really? Yes, I remember no. this story. And then he said, they said, don't worry. He said, don't worry. Um, she's also seeing a big daddy. I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know who big daddy is. <laughs> like, do you know what that's what yeah. always pees me off these guys some of these guys that will fight to be with you and then they act a fool mm. and i'm just like no i actually condescended i'm interested <laughs> give you a chance and now <laughs> you are acting like like some wild child out here no exactly. that, that stuff upsets me exactly i mean so, and also i will say i mean obviously it's not about this but i was the prize seriously seriously i was <laughs> just like but um, but yeah, so this is the thing. I mean, one time in my life it happened. I don't think, I think people really ethically don't believe in monogamy. They just don't. But the same way that I don't think I would ever believe in, I think it's unlikely that I would ever want to be in a relationship, a polyamorous relationship. I have nothing against it. I think do whatever you want, sleep mm -hmm. with whoever you want to be in, like be open about it. But for me, I would just, that's not what I would want. Um, and so would I trust someone again who had been, who was polyamorous, but wanted to be with me? No. I'm interested to know why he didn't want to be in a monogamous relationship. Before. So am I. But oh, <laughs> I never to you. oh, I thought you said this like that was the pretense that he explained it to you, and he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. you kind of won me over." Oh, he never explained it to you. Oh no, no, basically, no. He just said, you know, because you don't want you're not into polyamory yourself. Um, he's like, "I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. I just oh, want to be with you." Um, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. And then Tan, I've been talking to well, many others. Others, <laughs> others, others, especially, especially Tanya, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a personal shout out. That was just the roast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that men who are polyamorous use it as an excuse just to sleep with multiple women? Yes. I, I think, okay, let me rephrase that. I think some people are polyamorous. And I think that, oh, that's the lifestyle that they, they want to explore and that's the lifestyle that they're comfortable with. And I also think that there is a current crop of men that I believe are trying to jump on the bandwagon, as I said earlier, and not wanting to commit and have fulfilling relationships with three women. They want to take the parts that they want. And I think this is the bit that I have an issue with when men complain, certain men complain about monogamy. They want various things that a woman would want in a relationship they still want that and they still want those things they just don't want to have to commit for it when that woman is like for me this comes with commitment and for me I'm like you can't have it all you can't like you have to you have to decide if you want to have those I guess those emotional ties and those things that aren't just about the sex which I think it is about a lot of times when when they when this conversation is being had but you know the support when you've had a hard day at work like all those other things that make a relationship worthwhile as well but you're saying that you want to extract all the nuggets gold gold <laughs> nuggets from it and then you just want to leave off the fact that you don't ever want to get married and you don't want to this and you don't want to just stop with the excuses i have to agree i think the fact that there are those types of men who are doing that it does cast a bad name over all the men in general or men who are polyamorous. And I think for women, it puts them in a really hard position because it's easy to say, going off what you said, okay, he might not just be, he just might not be that into you, so walk away. It's actually not really that easy because there seems to be an abundance of women that men can choose from who are like mm. good women and bring a lot to the table. And for women, it might not necessarily be the same. And I know from like my pool of friends and even myself, if I'm involved in someone and I'm dating someone, you do forge a connection. And I'm not someone who believes in like having options. Mm -hmm. So just in case this one doesn't work out, I've got someone dibble dabbling because people aren't objects. You don't put them somewhere and leave them there and you can go back to them. To me, you must be watering other plants whilst you're in this situation. So then it kind of brings a bit of morals into question. Like, are you really committed in that situation? Which is like another kettle of fish to open up to. But I just think it does really put people in a dangerous situation because there's so much gray areas here only because people are not being true with their intentions. I guess for me, like, do you really believe, like, I, I hear what you're saying in terms of, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, it's not that easy to walk away when feelings are already invested and you invested time in this person to just be like, they're not committing, they're not really that into me, let me walk away. Do you think that for the majority of people or the people in your social circle who have decided to kind of stick around in that situation, that majority have eventually turned into a relationship? Because I guess for me, it's just about, the wasting of my time mm. like for me that's that's what really that's what really gets to me and I based that on an experience I had with a specific guy who honestly like I said I think he's just probably the most attractive guy I've ever dated like for me everything that I like physically in a man he had and well not everything <laughs> but majority <laughs> and he was just he had wanted me a lot more when we were um like 
we grew up in the same era. So when we was younger, he really, really chased me. Then when we got a bit older, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, let me let me see what's going on there. And he was just like, he wasn't at the right time in his life. And he wasn't this, he wasn't that. But he loved chatting together. He met my family. He came to get food after the family barbecue and, and all this stuff. And I just had to be like, what is going on? Because I feel like we're moving towards something, but we're not. And I said to him, I was going away for work. And I said to him, look, I'm going away for two weeks. Take two weeks, decide what it is that you want. If you want something more, contact me. Mm. If not, just don't contact me. Because I was just like, I'm just going to keep falling for you. And we're going to keep, and he'll be like, I like you and I want to be around you and blah, blah, blah. And I just never heard from him. And it hurt. It did hurt. Because like I said, for me, this was at a stage where I was actually thinking about who I want to spend my life with now. Because this was my latter 20s. And I was thinking, actually, I'm ready to kind of be in a long-term committed relationship. And because we had kind of known each other in the past, I thought, yeah, this this is adding up. The way he looks, I'm so attracted to him. This is all really going well. So that was really hard to take. And like, mm. it really burnt. Um, but I had to be like, I was just going to constantly keep feeding into this thing that was just never going to happen. And for me, that's why I say it to people from a sense of wasting your time with somebody who is just going to take your time and your effort and your affection and your emotion and two twos could end up married six months time with the next girl yeah. they get with like we've all we have all seen yeah. it happen yeah. Yeah. so yeah. that's why I say and it's not from a sense of being insensitive I think you're absolutely right we have all been there and I'm not even going to start on my stories otherwise we'll be here for like 200 <laughs> years so on that note thank you so much for watching and listening to Effently Speaking subscribe so that you never miss an episode and if you're watching us on YouTube don't forget to like this video and leave a comment below Effectly Speaking we'll see you soon bye Thank you.